0: Me, I am a memory. I said
1: a the me. oh, the me. oh, the me. Hello, Emily. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> To what we're calling Chapter 23. Here, uh, me, I am a memoir, the meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey. The meaning of Mariah Carey being, of course, the internationally renowned best-selling memoir by HRH Mariah Carey.
0: (laughs) I'd argue that it's universally renowned.
1: Universally renowned, my apologies. Um, (laughs) We are up to the chapter Calamity and Dog Hair. Which is a title that fills me with dread and fear and all sorts of anticipation. This is Fab. That is Posh. uh, And Posh usually brings us right about now our Mariah tidbits from the week, which we call Mimi Moments.
0: Mimi Moments. So things look very quiet in Mariah's world right now. Yes. I found one little headline and then just now a, a little snippet of breaking news. Right, oh, so breaking I'm be, news. I know, I'll be reading well, the breaking news. Well, you say breaking
1: news, but it was last uh, Thursday.
0: Was five days ago. <laughs> um, but I will be literally reading it from the the article. So let's start with the headline, mm-hmm. which is that Jerry O'Connell... <gasps> Jerry O'Connell get a, from the, from the heartbreaker, uh, heartbreaker From the Heartbreaker video, moment.
1: Who was dating Bianca and they yes. all threw the popcorn at him. Yes,
0: Exactly. Went and tried to, you know, get a little up in Mariah's number. Mm All right, and I'm guessing that she turned him down because he was already dating Bianca. She was not having that. She's not having those games. But apparently, they actually called him the day before the video. Oh, so someone had dropped out. (gasps) Oh, I know. He was a last minute replacement. The fat kid from Stand by Me was a last (laughs) minute replacement. This shocks me, fella. Right. So for whatever reason, yeah, he, he was brought in last minute and he's mm. like, I'm going to shoot my shot. But um, apparently she, she let him down easily and softly. Oh. But sort of been like, "That that's not going to happen. Sorry,
1: oh, um, she had a crack.
0: I mean, he's dating a yeah.
1: supermodel now. They're married, I think.
0: Yeah, is that the Romaine?
1: Yeah, he's with Rebecca Romaine, former Stamos. I still say Stamos.
0: <laughs> she must hate me because I'm sure she knows she's in a feud with me, but that I don't know about. Yes, That's <laughs> That's I love her
1: because I saw him interviewed the other day in um uh on one of my Star Trek Instagrams. Anyway, look over there. <laughs> what a nerd! Because she's in the new Star Trek series. Like, she was in Star Trek Discovery season three, I think? No, season two. Anyway, she's a, a character from the 60s, has been recast as her now, right. and now they're making a spin-off with her in it. So she's got her own Star Trek show now.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And no. now and now she's on your radar. I know. <laughs> Prior, didn't know her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rebecca Romaine, not Stamos. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and she was an X-Men. Oh, she's just... she's. Recording all the nerds. <laughs>
0: was she in something about a librarian superhero thing?
1: A librarian superhero. Yeah,
0: I think. <laughs> yep, anyway. That doesn't say. <laughs> <sense. laughs> Whatever that, that is. She was,
1: she was the blue woman in X-Men and eventually uh, Jennifer Lawrence played her so, uh, as younger.
0: <laughs> that was nearly someone else there. No, no. <laughs> um, no I'm going to Google it. Rebecca? Remain,
1: Remain in the X-Men. I, I, I,
0: no, I think, it, sorry, I think I'm thinking of, I think it was called The Librarians, but it wasn't The Australian Librarians, it was an American Librarians, but it could oh. be some other blog. Oh, with
1: woman. Noah Wiley?
0: Oh, it is, yeah, it is. Um, hang on, let me have a look. Rebecca. Romaine, yes. Christian Kane, Lindy Booth, people I've never heard of. Okay. Um, yeah, fun. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to know I wasn't crazy.
1: Librarians <laughs> and their superheroes.
0: Yeah, fun. Um, but in our little bit of breaking news... Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has been throwing around a little bit of info for a movie called Free Guy. No idea. Oh, I have seen it. Is that a trailer for this? Yes.
1: Um, It's it's a it's a video game kind of feel, and they did uh, a trailer which was Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and Taika Waititi as that big rock man from the Thor movie. Uh, Yeah, sitting on a couch watching a trailer. For um, free guy and for glitter, <laughs> yeah, for glitter, yeah. Um, yeah. They're doing some very strange marketing for it.
0: Well, they're saying here that the film heavily features Mariah Carey's 1995 hit song "Fantasy," <gasps> which serves as the engine of the movie. The engine, the engine. Um, apparently, Ryan hectic is a huge, inside. hectic inside <laughs> In and. <days>. Out. <laughs> So apparently Ryan is a huge Mariah fan, naturally. Naturally. Why would you not? Um, and, and there was like other songs that were sort of featured, but then fantasy came on a playlist and he was like, that's the one. And apparently he did speak to Mariah and, and she was um, you know, on board with this. She loved it being an engine. You know?
1: Excellent. Um, um, so
0: that's all we know at the minute. But
1: Well, if you want to see something hilarious, you've got to uh, see the Celine Dion video clip from Deadpool 2.
0: I actually have seen that and it was amazing. This thing only goes up to 11.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did a thing. Oh my God. Are you ready for some tarpage? Oh
0: yes. It's been a while. I know. All right. Let's put the tarp down.
1: I hosted uh, the red carpet and the in-store signing at Meijer for Blade Trinity, which um, at the time starred Wesley Snipes, but he didn't come to Australia. We instead got Jessica Biel, uh, David Goyer, the writer and director, and Ryan Reynolds, the other star, who was just... That guy from Two Guys and a Girl and a Pizza yes. Place. Yes. At the time. <laughs> he was in a movie with um, Alyssa Milano too. And Jerry O'Connell.
0: Yes. So. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, we were having lots of jokes. He told me afterwards, he said, you were really funny. I really enjoyed working with you the last few days. Thank you, Ryan. Or did you Beautiful. kiss a little bit? We made out just a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. But... Uh, you know, I, in a tossing the salad kind of way. Because we were in like <laughs> the record section um, and the DVD section of, of Maya... Uh, where everyone was queuing up to get things signed, and I just cut like I just had to keep talking basically until they turned up. And then they turned up and we were talking about famous Canadians and he was just like, yeah, it's just me and Celine Dion. We're the only ones. And then I brought out this Celine Dion book. Do you remember she, she did that book as a, co- a collaboration with Anne Getty? I do,
0: yeah. <laughs> I
1: was making him look at all the photos while he was signing things. Oh he God. was like, this is a
0: hectic. <laughs> it's <laughs> too much. <laughs> look at this one. <laughs> look at this one. They look like they're in rice paper roll. <laughs> oh my God. I'm actually surprised you didn't bring up. A certain uh, other Canadian, Alanis Morissette Who I believe he would have probably been dating at that point He might have been almost married to her at that point mm. yeah, No, interest. I did not bring her
1: up No, it was just uh, Oh, I bring yeah. her up daily <laughs> we just, It was just like it was just one of those weird afternoons Where I was like, I'm making Ryan Reynolds laugh And this is making my day
0: And I got paid <laughs> <Never>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that, uh, that was quite the drop of names
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I liked it
1: Me and Mariah, two away now
0: Oh, look out um, I feel like we Well, because I mean We're already BFFs With Michael Los Angeles Davis Yes, that's true So, uh, I mean yes. We're basically family At yeah. this point
1: point. And I got paid To work with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness I think
0: That brings us To the end of the Mimi moment It's oh, probably gone way longer Than it needed to yeah. be Given that there was Nothing in there <laughs> There was nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> we, it was me, me, as in you, me and you. Right yeah, right? and <laughs> so, there was a lot of me dropping games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> How about a little recap?
1: Uh, all right, recap time. Uh, so, in our last chapter, uh, which is we're calling The One After Firecracker, uh, <laughs> uh, Mariah went on TRL and had a festive moment that went awry. She couldn't get any sleep because the record company were obsessed with her big number two. And then we had a flashback to Morgan offering to push Tuggy off the boat for five grand. <laughs> Murder Murder, Murder. Dun, dun. <laughs> um,
0: And I'm, I'm excited for this gist This gist
1: This gist This gist uh, is, is going to be brief Are you ready? Um. Mariah breaks some crockery And Momo calls the popo <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do feel... That by the end of this chapter, we may have a few more nicknames for Mama Patricia. Oh,
1: so many just, more nicknames. Just
0: putting that out Can there. I just
1: tell you, this is a chapter that I was so glad that I got to do the audiobook
0: on. I'm um, so... You, you always get the really good ones, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I had to read the damn oh thing. Oh my god, I can't
1: wait. I'm going to do my impression of Mariah's
0: impression, and it's Please. Uh, Yes. <laughs> The impressions, the impressions. <laughs> I, oh, I, I ache inside, darlings. All right. Does that mean that we are ready to break it on down?
1: Oh, no, but let's do it anyway.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> never ready, never ready. Never ready. Break me on down. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're still in part three, all that glitters, mm-hmm. and we are on Calamity and Dog Hair. Oh. With Patricia still running the corporate morgue errands in the city Morgan, Mariah and Tots headed up to Patricia's Corporate morgue errands (laughs) Mariah started to relax knowing that this was a home that she had purchased So her mother and family would find comfort in it And now she was in need of comfort
1: By the way, uh, were you having a drinking game with every time she mentioned it was her house that she paid for?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wish you would be be (laughs) legless Yeah, yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot. Even even the impressions happened a lot. Like it was oh, good. There was a lot. Um,
1: there was a lot, a lot.
0: <laughs> so Mariah had, had built a guest room mm-hmm. or you know, created a guest room for anyone who needed a place to stay and was looking um, forward to eating and crawling into bed before Patricia got home and ruined everything. Oh, Classic Pat. Now, were you surprised that Alison hadn't moved into that? A little second guest bedroom The mm. second it was created Yes mm. I feel like the first
1: thought Alison is not allowed Yeah In I'm that wondering, part of New York <laughs> <laughs> Like at all At all Ever <laughs>
0: Yeah no I was a little bit like I'm surprised Mariah didn't walk in to find Alison had made herself at home Brewing up some tea Get out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't help myself Um <laughs> So when they arrived Mariah tried to hide her state From her nephew Mike Who was living there with Patricia Yes um, Because she wanted to spare him The family trauma Considering he'd already been through So much with his addicted mother Yeah But Mariah started to panic a little When she realised She was not only out of the city But isolated with her family She did not even have her driver No (laughs) No I mean, where's Minnie when you need her? I know. That's all I I can say to that. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Will and Greats where she just shows up and calls everyone by the wrong name. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) I love that she agreed to do that show when they had slagged her off royally in the very first season.
0: (laughs) No. But then Tori Spelling did scream too. So, anyway. um, (laughs) Mariah felt herself swinging back and forth between this house and the shack. And fear of being somewhere with both Morgan and Patricia had her feeling unsafe. The house smelled of calamity and dog hair. Oh. Mariah always. Heady, heady aroma. Yeah, wet dog. (laughs) Like, I assume it's wet dog because that's. Not pretty. Also, Um, we know
1: Mariah has heaps of dogs. So I I was thinking this. I love the idea that those dogs either don't shed or if they do, it is removed very quickly.
0: (laughs) I'm now having (laughs) flashes of Mariah booking the dogs in to get the anal glands. (laughs) Oh, that is the worst. (laughs) I don't, I, yeah, I don't know much about it, but I've heard it in conversation and I don't really want to know. Yeah. No, because
1: it's like the vet's like, well, you know, you could do this. I'm like, yeah, I know I could. But I'm not Yeah but
0: why Why would I do that Um, Mariah always knew That Patricia was a filthy bitch pig So she'd (laughs) hired Cleaning staff for her (laughs) Because it was her house (laughs) (laughs) Because it was her house So she'd hired The the cleaning staff And I'm like So where are they Why haven't they Tidied up the dog hair What are they doing
1: Why haven't they done A lot of things Potholes
0: um, so Mariah thought she'd tidy up a little bit as a way to bring order and calm her anxiety, but did struggle to stay inside her own body and felt as if she was in a loophole of time and space. Mm. Things are getting Romaine up in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Stamos. <laughs> and Stamos. She like She felt like she had travelled back to the shack. Yes. So this whole section is described in a very out-of-body way, like, you actually kind of feel the confusion. I don't know what it was like hearing it, how it was delivered, but reading it, it's chaotic. And you're like, you're feeling kind of what she's feeling. And what I found really interesting, it was almost the first time that you've kind of heard, obviously a lot of the book is Mariah's in a monologue in a way, Mm. but sort of hearing... Her inner monologue of "I can bring order to this. I'm not hopeless." Like those really small "I can do this" kind of steps yeah, yeah, was yeah. kind of one of the moments I felt Mariah most let the reader in. Like yeah. To, so an actual fear, and rather than the description I'm, of a I'm, fear. I'm. 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 I'm,
1: I'm I, I agree with you, but I think she's also letting us in when she's giving us huge lists of her accomplishments <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. and her men- <laughs> Which I only add to, and it was it was number two, it's yeah, not like it was number thirty seven <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> not like that love don't cost a thing song oh um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Mariah went into the kitchen to scrounge up something to eat hmm. Usually she'd bring everything with her Including disposable plates and cutlery To ensure an easy clean up But also because Patricia is a filthy bitch pig Oh my so god <laughs> Patricia
1: does not come out of this chapter well
0: Can you imagine Mariah just rocking up with the paper plates and I brought paper plates Because <laughs> I know there's not going to
1: be a clean one for me to eat on
0: Because
1: yeah. no. I've um, been here before in so, my in my house, in my house. where are I my cleaners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but again, you've got cleaners, so why are they not cleaning? I don't understand. Well, maybe it
1: like maybe they were due the next day.
0: Maybe yeah.
1: I don't so, think they lived
0: there. Not in the spare room. No. Um, so Mariah was met with a pile of dirty dishes and thought oh. maybe if she focused on one thing, she could get through it and have something to eat off of a clean plate. Before Mm -hmm. going to sleep. So in this moment, she suddenly remembered that she had not slept for more than two hours in six days.
1: Mm.
0: And she was like, I've got to just try to focus on this task at hand. I've got to get me some sleep. I've got to get one plate cleaned. Which she did. Just one plate. Just one plate. all it takes. Just one plate. But on starting the second, we had a little dropped moment. Mm. Whoopsie. Now she had to clean up the floor as well. Broken crockery. So as she bent down to pick this up and tidy, she just had a smidge of a blackout. Just like a gentle halfway down, not quite all the way down Mm -hmm. blackout managed to steady herself. And with the help of Tots, she stumbled up the stairs headed towards the guest room while picking up clumps of dog hair along the way because standards, darling.
1: I (laughs) don't even. It
0: was (laughs) a moment.
1: <laughs> a moment. I am nearly dead from exhaustion, but oh yeah. god, I've got to get I've rid got of
0: to tidy out this dog hair. Um, it's too calamity. <laughs> this <laughs> calamitous dog hair. <laughs> but she made it up there, climbed into her bed, and surrendered to the darkness. Peace at last. Now, a- we... I'm
1: ASMRing a snore for you.
0: Thank you. Before we wake up, before Mariah wakes up while she's having a little snooze, Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about this whole moment because it's presented as very... It's very manic, like Mariah is. And we're getting everything from her point of view and kind of feeling what she's feeling. Yeah. But could you throughout listening get the idea of the angle of what it must have been like from the outside for say Um, tots or, or or the nephew
1: no not really it like from listening it was just like she's just reading what she's written which is yes discombobulated like she's confused where she is is she at her mom's house is she at the shack like she doesn't really understand where she is kind of thing but Yeah, no, she's not leaning too much into the emotion of this moment. Because I was really, you know, fascinated with this. I'm like, what's going on with the dishes? I remember the dishes being an important thing because it was in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just like, oh, she dropped the dishes. And also, you know, knowing that she hadn't slept for an entire week. Like, I've been there. I've been that lunatic person who hasn't slept for like... I, I. would have weekends where I would go out Friday night and come home Sunday afternoon and I was not okay. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you do drop things and fall over and just like black out for no good reason.
0: I guess I'd be curious to hear this from Tot's point of view, because I feel yeah. like anything we got from Morgan or Patricia would be very skewed to their yeah way of thinking. But to be someone in that house who was more neutral, who's just seeing what's unfolding. Yeah. And and how long was this going on for? You know, the way Mariah describes it, it's kind of in and out of consciousness. So you you get a great sense of time but you imagine it all kinda happening very quickly and probably just And it's because it's still following on
1: from the last chapter where you you just get this sense that she has not slept, she has not had any rest and she is running on empty. Like she's beyond empty now. She's
0: Yeah. Well well, she's blacking out. Yeah. She's passing out. It's like And as she said, at least she'll get sleep. Like (laughs) if I fine to pass out, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's do it here. So Mariah awoke to Patricia screaming at her that the record label were looking for her. What an absolute fuck stain! <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute fuck stain. <laughs> Mariah was jolted awake from the only sleep she'd had all week, and she was no longer playing with Patty the filthy bitch pig. No, something rose, Mariah. From within Mariah With feral seething rage
1: Oh, The feral I don't seething know how, rage is amazing
0: <laughs> I don't know how this was delivered So I think you need to deliver The best I could lines Well I did the best that I could I did the best that I could
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not what I imagined But I love it She's, all the
1: same. Oh my god no it's even better than that Like Mariah just leans into
0: it Well I did the best that I could <laughs> so, of course, Mariah was exaggerating in her best Patricia voice oh, Which we know she's been
1: able to do for some time Oh, yes Because I remember the, I see we're taking the scenic route, darling <laughs> When she was a little kid
0: And what she was repeating was a justification Mariah had heard from her her whole life Mm-hmm And Mariah was pissed saying that she didn't even expect to be taken care of there because Patricia wasn't capable of taking care of anyone. Mariah did the taking care of. In her house that she built. In her (laughs) house. But she certainly did not expect her to wake her up from her much needed sleep. Mm -hmm. This triggered Mariah's survival response and led to a series of hilarious uh, vicious jabs at Patricia. Her filter having completely been discarded. She imitated and mocked her, screeching, I just want to go to sleep, while slaying some sick Patricia imitations that she usually did behind her back. Oh, my God. I did the best that I could. <laughs> but I will say, I, had to, I related so hard to this because I always think that I'm never more hilarious than when I'm angry. Uh, like, I will, I will be so funny that then the person I'm yelling at starts to laugh and I'm like, no, no, you can't laugh. Don't laugh. I can laugh. This is Not hilarious. that that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can enjoy this, but yeah, no, it doesn't happen very often. But it's fun when it does. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> now, no one had seen Mariah like this. Usually the raging moments were reserved for Morgan, Morgan. and Allison, But it was Mariah's turn. Yes. She was angry and hysterical and still wanted to protect her nephew from all of this. Yeah. Who was being looked after by Tots. He's all right. Um, and Mariah screamed, This has to stop. We have to break the cycle. Patricia did not get any of this no. and certainly could not de escalate it. So she did the only thing a white woman can do. Oh, don't. She called the cops. She, right. Momo called the popo. <laughs> flashback. We need flashback music. <laughs> Alright, now this was not Patricia's first call to her beloved copy whoppies. Oh my god, no. Shit. This was no. horrific. <laughs> Hectic. Um, she's called them on Morgan, yes. Allison, yes. even her grandchildren. I know. One Christmas, Mariah took them all to Aspen. Oh, she rented a house and put... I, I love that you're like, I can't hear it again. I can't.
1: <laughs> it was it was hectic. I mean, especially because she did cap it with all I want for Christmas. I know. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I don't want is them. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, and Certainly not in Aspen. Yeah, um, so she you, goes to Aspen because she knows there's going to be
0: snow. Because it's yeah. up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll find it. Come on, everyone. <laughs> um, so she rented a house and put everyone up in a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. And when the, whether they were all at Mariah's little rented pad, Morgan got a little more than inebriated. Mm. And when he went missing, Patricia Morgan. turned. Morgan. <laughs> Patricia turned to her usual dramatics and called the FBI. When I there was did no, the
1: best that I could, <laughs> darling. <laughs>
0: I dialed nine one one.
1: I can't find more is he?
0: I'm sorry, ma'am, who is this? I'm a white woman. I oh, them. we're on our way.
1: I love that. <laughs> so?
0: Mind you, Morgan was a thirty something grown man. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry, that's that's coming up. Um, so when there was no answer at his hotel room, Patricia called the cops to find her non-white, sometimes drug dealing, been in the system, drunk ass son. Oh. She made them break down the hotel room only to find him passed out, tushy side up. Tushy side up. <laughs> I just thought that made it cute. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> oh, <Hello>, Morgan. <laughs> Um, oh. This was the last time that sometimes drug dealing brother and cop calling mother were invited to Christmas in Aspen. Oh my god! This was yeah. <laughs> the more flashbacks, more flashbacks. So now we're back in the present. That's still the past. When the police uh, arrived quickly, because white, they came in. <laughs> well, they're in Connecticut. So much of Yeah, they came in and kind of recognized Mariah, which I love that she noticed. Like yes. It is I It's me, thanks yeah. Recording artist Mariah Carey Do you want an autograph? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now she'd roughly Pulled see herself together on TRL together. the other day I know, hot yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> Would you like an ice cream? I've still got some <laughs> Um so she'd roughly pulled herself together because that's when, what you do when Piggy Patricia calls her Piggy Friends Piggy Patricia, but, I know. I know it's finally come full circle. Why you called her Piggy Patricia? <laughs> but she didn't have her superstar mask on. No, without her wardrobe and glam, it's it's possible that she may have just looked a little troubled. Yeah, just a, just a tiny bit. Of trouble. Oh, so she hadn't slept in six days. Well, so exactly. She, her eyes probably weren't focused. Probably not. Um, Patricia gave her best nameless white woman in distress performance, which <laughs> even <laughs> Mariah Carey couldn't compete with. So. Mariah, in this moment, she wanted some big Jesus energy from Tots. Big
1: Jesus energy, yes.
0: She, just, she couldn't connect to her her personal Jesus. Uh, no. So she wanted to outsource to Tots. Although um,
1: difficult for Tots because endemic racism within the police force. Yeah.
0: She was looking after Mike. She herself was the only 100% black person in the house in an all-white affluent neighbourhood. Yeah. Even Morgan was lying low due to his turbulent history with the popo. The popo! And no one stepped in to tell the police that this was just a family drama. It's just a moment. It's not a good moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, we will, we'll figure this out. This is, you know, this is 11 and a half years in the making. Yeah, I'm only 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Just> only 12. <laughs> yeah. um, so Mariah had no fight left in her and she was done. Ironically relieved That the cops could take her away From her mother's house
1: Yeah
0: She agreed to be removed From her own house With one simple that request That she paid for That she paid for With one simple request That she be allowed To put on her shoes now, I, I gotta get me some heels shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I am very excited For the Lifetime movie version Of Not Without My Shoes Starring oh. Daphne Zinegur oh.
1: As Mariah Carey's shoe. As Mariah Carey's (laughs) shoe, yeah. (laughs) Left shoe, right shoe, played by Lacey Chabert.
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) They're probably the same age as just Lacey. She looks six. Um, So Mariah did get her shoes and popped on some lippy and then got into the back seat of the squad car. She was still in desperate need of sleep. Yeah. Morgan slid into the back seat next to her. Mariah, looking for a substitute villain, thought back to how this all started and whispered, this is all Tommy Matola's fault. Morgan flashed a sinister smile and nodded. (laughs) Like Dracula. (laughs) That's right. As they drove off into the darkness. Even that sentence, the darkness, I was, for some reason, imagining this was... In the middle of the day. No,
1: no, no. It was night time. It was night time. So it was time for getting some sleep.
0: So there is an awful lot to unpack, even just within this last sentence. Oh. So I have a few questions and statements for you. Mm. Is Morgan smiling because his totes going to put out a hit on Tommy or because he thinks Mariah is blaming Tommy for all of it, therefore not him, yeah. which gives him more of an in to take advantage of later?
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean... I was...
1: You know, blaming blaming Tommy means it's like, yes, definitely. Not me and mum.
0: No, no. Certainly not the dishes. Oh, the poor dishes. <laughs> I know. She was having so much trouble
1: with those dishes. I love that she tried to do them.
0: I know. Sorry, that's right, fine. I've got some advice. For
1: her <laughs> um, some of my biggest fights with my mum were always over the dishes. Like, oh, really? Yes. It just became like a symbol for, you know... Yeah, it wasn't Not even a symbol It was just like a, a, The battleground Was the dishes <laughs> Who's doing them Are you doing them properly Why aren't they done Like it was just a thing So
0: many fights Over the dishes It's just the fucking dishes, mate <laughs> <laughs> Calm down Mariah's bringing some with her it. It's fine I mean, I um, do
1: wonder Why Mariah didn't Buy her mother a dishwasher To go with her big house
0: I mean uh, well, I was going to say they, Maybe they weren't invented But this is like 2018 yeah, So I'm no, guessing Yeah, no. <laughs> They were. They were definitely uh, <laughs> um, Or Mariah's
1: a traditionalist. She's like, no, scrub that bitch by hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I do
0: love washing a dish by hand. I, I, can't, yeah, I can't, I can't know. lie. I know. I um, uh, like clean dishes and I cannot lie. It's, it's um, your, um,
1: <laughs> it's your Supremes time. Exactly. <laughs> Diana Ross time.
0: <laughs> so, what do we think? Because we, we talked about this and we thought this was going to be. The Morgan chapter, but it really was, not It was the Patricia chapter. it was the
1: Patricia chapter. And- I feel like the next chapter is going to have more in it.
0: I was going to say, because at this point, Morgan hadn't really done, as he wasn't doing anything during this chapter. He was hiding from the police and brought Mariah to the house. That was about it. So do we think he has an angle at this moment?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, jumping in the back of the car is weird. Yeah. Like, why was he in the squad car? Like, why did he go with her to the- police station.
0: This may, we may find clarity with my next two points because Mm. one question I had was, do you think that Patricia always knew that she could play the white card when it came to any issue within the family? Look, I think
1: Patricia has what we all unfortunately have is unconscious um, white privilege. Like not, I don't think she was playing the white card. I just don't think she was conscious that when she did something like call the police, that she was actively...
0: Yeah, participating in
1: that. Yeah, actively participating in uh, a racist system. So, yeah, I think... I mean, to Mariah's eyes, it's like, oh, he's the white woman calling the white police. And, yeah. you know, yes, it's terrible, but it sounds more sinister than probably it was. But it was... It's. It's nevertheless... You should be aware that what you're doing is you know calling a fox into the hen house essentially you are yeah. you are calling an institution that habitually rounds up uh people of color for spurious or no reason um and punishes them much worse than someone with white skin does so like, yeah i it was ignorant of her but yeah i think i think just you know and maybe she's, you know, maybe on some level she did see how her, the other parts of her family and people she knew were treated by the police. And maybe on some subconscious level she was like, well, I know that'll stop them.
0: Well, this is kind of what dawned on me that obviously the dramas with her and Alfred Roy were one thing. Yeah. Um, and... Did she I call the cops
1: on her own husband? Is a thing you have got to ask yourself. I,
0: I, I, mean, it's not really said. I forget if it happened in, in any earlier chapters, yeah. but it does make me wonder that she kind of kept that in the back pocket. Oh yeah, because the
1: the early chapter when Morgan and his dad were fighting and the police came. Yeah. Who called them?
0: That must well, have been Patricia the, or Mariah. Yeah, because I think Mariah did have to call at one point. Oh, maybe she this did. is a long book. I know. <laughs> or she been... called a friend. She called a family friend. Yeah. So like maybe yeah, maybe go, she didn't call the cops. Oh uh, yeah. Just been... Well, the reason, like, and it, this is, I could be reading far too much into this, but the thing that just sort of came into my head that it was all could it have been something that you know Patricia had in her back pocket for mm. when, kind of to control Alfred Roy's temper, and then as her own children grew up, she started to use that same card. Against them Not necessarily the white card But the police card Well,
1: yeah The police card is the white card Essentially
0: like Yeah it's... And in a way Based on something that was that Mariah says earlier Where Patricia protected Mariah From yes. Alfred yeah. More so than the other kids And was some of that That subconscious thing Mariah was more passing and Yeah, maybe She'd kind of already let in a, I don't want to say let, but you know, because a lot of it is on Alfred Roy as well. But you know, the destruction of um, Morgan and Allison happened kind of before Mariah was even born. Yeah, and the way she kind of came in and said, "You can't hurt this one." Yeah, you know? and, and they were getting. She was Mariah was getting away with things that Alfred Roy, Roy never let Morgan and Allison get away with. It just like it's a, it's kind of. Not a clear theory, but it was just going around in my head. And the the image that kind of struck me the most was of Morgan hiding in the den. Because obviously he's done some really bad shit when I'm Mm -hmm. looking past that. And there is the opportunistic side of him. But seeing this side of Patricia, I kind of, in that moment, saw him as like a little scared kid again. Yeah. If that makes sense. And no one's there to protect him. And whether or not he's going in for the opportunistic side... Was sliding into the back of the car, also almost a recognition. Like I've kind of dragged you down, Mariah, but now we're the same. Yeah, maybe. And now I can help you. Or do you know what I mean? It's we don't know because we're no. not in his head. But these are the many things that I went feel like. My head there's trying to-
1: still a lot not. Um, yeah, I think there's more to come because I, I remember this was reported as she had an accident with cutlery, and then she had a nervous breakdown, and that's.
0: Yeah, because she had cuts she was, in her feet or something.
1: Yeah, and then she was in um psychiatric hospital or something. So, yeah, I remember it was like at the time. So, it's like, for me, it's like, okay, so this is an explanation of the broken crockery. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of because there was an Im- implication that there was some sort of self-harm going on uh, at the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they postponed the movie. There was a whole lot of stuff happening. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm I'm actually, I feel like, I feel un. unfinished with this chapter. Like, I feel like yeah. I really need to get on to the next bit to find out what exactly Yeah. happened. Um, but certainly her state of mind is a precarious one. She's, you know, sleep deprived and it is not uh, a healthy state for anyone. And, you know, trust me, I have been there. It is... You think you're fine, but you hear yourself saying and doing crazy things. Yeah. Like I used to call it um, silly as a wheel Friday. So, getting up <laughs> at 4 a.m. every day. And, you know, my, like to get enough sleep, you would have to go to bed at eight o'clock. Who goes to bed at eight o'clock? No one. Yeah. Certainly not me uh, in my 30s. Um, so, I was getting to bed at midnight, sometimes one o'clock in the morning, especially if I had gigs. I'd go out and I'd yeah. be doing gigs, I'd be full of adrenaline. I would get maybe three or four hours sleep. So at the end of a week, by Friday afternoon, I was literally silly as a wheel. <laughs> I would fall unconscious at about ten o'clock after one drink, usually somewhere that wasn't my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so You're I. You're in Patricia's spare room. Yeah, I totally, I totally feel all of this mania, all of this kind of being discombobulated. Like I, I feel all of this that's happening. Um, and it could easily be misconstrued as as an actual kind of nervous collapse, but yeah, she just really needs to sleep.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the thing that, in a, in a way, it's the first time I've seen, obviously not Patricia portrayed this way, but yeah. Morgan portrayed as a person in a way, yeah. like seeing because he's been outside Morgan, of, for yeah. So long. Um, but even
1: that—that that flashback to Aspen, which is more, in, you know, damning of her, he doesn't come off that well. <laughs> no,
0: exactly. But you, I think what happened is, for the first time, I've started seeing that he is a result of mm-hmm. what came before. Yeah, he's—he's he, he's not innately evil. No, um, there were things that led to that. Yeah. Um, but also that um, the in the state Mariah was in. Uh, a family You know uh, uh, I don't want to say The word regular But you know A family <laughs> That were a little less Damaged let's say Yeah Probably would have known Just put her to sleep Like what the fuck Was Patricia yeah. thinking well, Because you know The
1: management She'd just been it's with them In the ridiculous. city all day And uh, you know Like she said At the start of the chapter Patricia was off Colluding with them And yeah. we had come back To go What are you doing They need you to make The video clip And she's like I just want to get Some fucking sleep For Christ's yeah. sake I did the best that I could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So something tells me there will be much more of this to break down. Oh, I'm,
1: I'm very in the, in the interested chapter. to actually get the final, well, Mariah's side of the story because, as she said in the last chapter. The, you know, she wasn't able to ever tell her side of this story, I guess, until yeah. now, because there was no social media and there was no yeah. way for her to connect with fans. And, say, and she
0: has sort of said, you know, um, as far as the family, that she was she was happy to leave it alone, but yeah. they continued to want to tell stories. Yes. So she's going to tell hers, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I can't. I just sometimes I feel you know like you said last week about we were in corporate Morgland. Yeah. How did we get here? Like it feels like we're back in the dandelion tea moments. Yeah, I know of that you know. But of course, it was it was always going to rear its ugly head somehow.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's the other thing is like because she's in these places with these people. Of of course, she's falling back into that you know that mind state of. This damaged girl constantly hiding from violence in uh, in a house, you know, where the yeah. police are coming in and where it's, you know, and now she's the one that has been pushed to the point of, you know, screaming and yelling and carrying on. And you're just like, I don't know, if you're a mother and you're th- like a third child is behaving like this, like, don't you at least go, oh, did I make this?
0: Yeah, is there something I could have done differently, and or could I, do now?
1: Because I've the last two were crazy, and I thought my husband made the other one, other two crazy, and so I protected this one from him, and now she also is doing exactly the same thing because. Yeah.
0: And she's literally screaming that it's me. You know. Yeah. That, I, I did the best that I could.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's it was very full on. Mm.
0: Made it so, uh, last chapter, mm. Resting in Pieces, um, I gave that Murder Affinity. Yes. You gave that Infinity. Yes. And the Lambly gave it Infinity.
1: Excellent. It's all it deserved was Infinity because it was so meaty.
0: Sure. We had
1: TRL meet. We had singing over and regular song meet. <laughs> <It> was
0: me. <laughs> I did add the real moment into oh, the Instagram I
1: loved post. it <laughs> so much. So, I wish I could retweet things again and again. <laughs> <laughs> like, have, did everyone see this? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just turning it off and turning it back on again, retweeting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think you can quote tweet maybe multiple times. Maybe? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sorry,
1: I think you have to turn ahead. off the last retweet to turn on the new quote. I don't know. My app's oh, annoying.
0: In, that seems rude. I know. Um, so for Resting in Pieces, what Mariah Meatiness. Sorry, not Resting in Pieces. Calamity and Dog Hair, what is your Mariah Meatiness score this week?
1: Uh, look, as I just said, I feel like the next chapter is going to be an intense one with a lot of explanation. And this is kind of a stopgap. Yes, it's a. There's a lot going on. We had the worst Christmas of all time and the police involvement is amazingly terrifying. Also, just like Mariah basically explaining how out of it Patricia was, like with her kind of, you know, whiteness and just constantly (laughs) referring to her whiteness. Um and the white police, I was like, oh, wow, this chapter like has come to take on so much significance, obviously. And she saw it very differently than, I guess, her mum did at the time. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, it's just, for me, on the cusp of an infinity. Ooh. Because I feel like it's not the entire story yet. Like, we're getting yeah. the rest of the story in the next chapter.
0: And there was no song origins. What there was you, not a song origin. So you, you couldn't me. sink your teeth in. No. <laughs> so for me... <laughs> It was a short chapter, but once Mariah started doing defensive Patricia impersonations, oh it, it, it had to tip over into Screamfinity.
1: Screamfinity! So, yeah, <laughs> this may be the first
0: time in a chapter that I've given a high school. Oh, no, new. I think you've done before. because they I haven't have not been songs? In, I,
1: no, but I think in a chapter because they haven't had have enough song okay. origins and you've been all over it. You've been excited. I'm like, yeah, no, she didn't learn a new song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine if Almost Home, which she didn't even write, but it was written on, you know, thought about or the, the instigator of oh the, the trip to Patricia. Don't even. Almost Home. <laughs> or the, in the, she, maybe she writes it in the next chapter. But, <laughs> some, but like, you know, inserted the lyrics into someone else's head to write later. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, so I will uh, put this up for the Lamley to vote and give us their thoughts as mm-hmm. well. Excellent. Thank you, Lamley. All right. Now it's time. The remix. The remix. What
1: is your remix for this week? It's very simple and it's very brief. Okay. I okay. want Mariah to go back and read the entire book in Patricia voice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a separate thing on Audible Morgan's eyes narrowed
1: And he flashed that sinister smile again
0: I mean, Mariah loves a remix, so picture <laughs> remix. Get David Morales in to do a the, little beat the, under it na- It'll be called the Nameless White Woman Remix I did
1: the best that I could We drove off into the darkness Like, seriously, oh, I could listen to an entire book of Patricia's Voice. Like every Do t- I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> like seriously, she was even though this is a really dark and, you know, horrible chapter where it just horrific things are happening. Just the relish Mariah was attacking her mum's voice with in the forty. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Just, I'm like, oh, I can't get enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So
1: that's my remix. <laughs>
0: you're you're quietly praying it gets worse so that there's more. <laughs> Please have
1: more Patricia because I cannot get enough of Mariah doing Patricia's voice. Like she's on oh the edge god. of Mummy Dearest No Wire Hangers. Like Oh wow. <laughs> like it is crackers. I I'm very excited it.
0: for this part. Maybe Mariah will play Patricia in the movie. Oh, can she? Oh my god. Oh my that god, I want Mariah to
1: play Patricia. Oh,
0: I, I did
1: know. the best that I could. <laughs>
0: Alright, so my remix for this chapter It's a simple one Mm. I'd have washed those damn dishes to Diana Ross Oh, I know Would have made all the difference She would have dropped
1: more of them though
0: But in a fun festive kind of way Yeah, that would have been very festive (laughs) (laughs) Upside down you're turning me Like as she's throwing the plates back As I clean the bottom of this plate Mm, can take that away Oh, Mariah's Lesson. Let's sit up. Can take that away. Mariah's Lesson. Oh. So, not to bring things down, but I have a slightly serious lesson this it week. It might be the
1: same lesson as mine, but go.
0: Okay. So my lesson is to break the cycle. Yeah. Which
1: Mariah says to her, we've got to Which break it. Which Mariah says to her. Um, and this is actually something I that's did bad. the best that I could. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so this was again similar to actually um, dandelion tea, where I happened to be kind of dealing with some of those things at the time. Yes. Um, in my you know re- recovery journey, mm-hmm. and just a couple of weeks ago, I happened to be just kind of thinking about things, and I was staring out the window and kind of recognizing that breaking the cycle. You know, it's something that is can be it can be very lonely because you look around at the people around you and you're like, oh, you haven't done it. But I have to, I because I can see it. Yeah. So if I can see it, it's kind of my responsibility to break it so that I don't pass it on yes. to other people. Um, and just sort of the, the, you know, really relating to Mariah's want and need to create or recreate a family in in the way she wishes they were yeah and then kind of having to accept that actually that's that's not who they are i can they'll never wish it and they'll never be that so this was kind of going through my head a lot and kind of you know in a way difficult but also then being able to recognize the people in my life who had broken the cycle or are trying yeah to actually kind of gives you a little bit of hope but yeah i think ultimately it's just that thought of well i i see it now so it's kind of my responsibility to do something about it yeah you break the cycle for
1: you you can't break it for anyone yeah
0: no exactly so that's my little lesson oh that is awesome so what is your lesson
1: uh no my lesson is um anyone who thinks that they don't have white privilege uh needs to realize that not everyone can just call the cops whenever they feel like it mm-hmm. and be believed and even on their own children
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like that is that is some next level bullshit um but yeah it's like you know because we're we're both white we i guess sometimes are blind to a lot of the things that mariah is talking about in this book we don't have that lived experience but i do have lived experience of white privilege and seeing it from someone else's eyes you Mm. go oh yeah i would just call the police i can just like oh that person's annoying me i'll just call the police and it's like no that is actually a potentially deadly thing to do to someone yeah like if you can't resolve your problems you don't because like, this was not a calling the police moment
0: Oh god no Like Morgan Not even a little Morgan bit
1: Morgan being unconscious in his hotel room Is not a call the police no. moment
0: No um, Yeah and I get- it's certainly not a break the hotel door down oh, moment. Either. Even. Like the- you either. Know, even if you if you were really worried that someone was missing and you're like, I'm just going to let the police know. Yeah. The local, so they can keep an eye out. You know, My son's had a couple of drinks. Can you keep an eye out for him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no worries. We call, the pol- call the hotel staff. Yeah. But no, no, we're going to we're take an axe the to the door. Oh, my God. Like, we
1: had the police here the other day bashing on the door across the hall from me.
0: You know, the way they bash
1: on the door is like... It's not a polite knock. <laughs> no. Like, everyone in the hall, like, in this on this floor stuck their heads out to, like, is everything okay? <laughs> like, it's...
0: <laughs> Mrs. Kravitz was... <laughs> yeah. I was totally
1: missus Kravitzing. <laughs> <laughs> like, they even... But they even knocked on the people across the hall to say, do, do you know if he's in or... And we're, like, no idea. Like... Yeah. But it's... Like, the police do do some amazing things. Like, they, you know, but... There are there is a part of calling the police that feels like a last resort and you know, they've got better things to do than come and break up an argument between a mother and daughter, surely. Yeah. Surely. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, for me it was just like like having my own white privilege shown to me in stark relief. That that was my lesson. That white privilege is being able yeah. to call the police anytime you feel like it.
0: Yeah, And look, I think that's why it's so important That everyone has equal opportunity to share their stories Yes So that there's that learning and that understanding And seeing things from different perspectives
1: And I know it feels weird that we're two white people Talking about this book that has so much about race But I feel like we are learning so much Mm -hmm. That, yeah, this this whole thing about calling the police Being kind of like a really actively uh, racist thing to do Like... You could be you could be causing huge problems mm-hmm. by doing something you th- you see as a simple oh well I'll just call the police, and that it's not simple as I'll just call the police like that's white privilege right there like yeah. feeling that you can and it's going to have no dire consequences at all when it yeah it could be a terrifying thing for someone so yeah that's that was a real eye opener for me that I had not really considered before and yeah. That, so I
0: had a big lesson this week. <laughs> we are learning. <laughs> so many Raya lessons. is our teacher. She is. The ultimate teacher. All right. Let's bat on through to a little I don't know her. Oh. In- so I've only got one. Really? This week. Unless there's someone forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but I think from this chapter, the only person that we definitively full stop forever... Don't know until she shows up on that second Christmas album <laughs> Is Patricia
1: Look, I don't think we know anyone in this chapter Except poor Tots and Mikey <laughs> Well, because the, the only
0: other person was Morgan And the police there as well Oh, and the police Oh, we don't know the police We do <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point I'd, I'd removed them from the my mind You had I think it was just the the you know the it and was Tommy Metola gets so, to mentioned. Yeah, we
1: already didn't know him from several chapters yeah. ago. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There was something. I feel like we would sort of said yeah, we kind of know Patricia, but I think at this point we. Oh sure,
1: yeah, we we don't we we do not do know Patricia. Not,
0: she's in the the. Um, I Alison. don't know her. <laughs> she, yeah, she's in the bin with Allison and the tea bag yeah. at this point. At this point. All right. <laughs> Mariah isms. Mariah is Mariahisms. Um, so is, um... last chapter <laughs> chapter isms. Last chapter we <laughs> chose our favourite Mariahism and put it to the Lamley to vote for their favourite. The two options were A, we were both like cornered animals in couture. Or B, she had absolutely no idea of the burden and responsibility of being an artist who generated so much money and energy. And it's happened again. What? We have a tie. Another tie. Another tie. We are just equally fantastic at recognising Mariahisms. But that's okay. Because whoever goes first goes first. And if we match, we match.
1: All right. So what's your one?
0: My one is I was barely conscious, but my standards were still awake. Oh, I loved that so much.
1: (laughs) I loved that so much.
0: That's picking up the dog head. That
1: was going to be mine. But because I received so much joy... I did the best that I could. <laughs> she's I didn't now turning that. Into, She's now turning into Samantha from Sex in the City. I did, oh the so <laughs> <officer Ray. laughs> I did the best that I could, darling. The skibop, but skibidi bop. So official. Oh I did the best that I
0: could. Imagine if that's who they replaced Samantha with. Oh Patricia. my
1: God. Oh, can oh, Chem can okay. Control please play Patricia in the movie?
0: Oh, that's the one job I'll allow her to have. <laughs> <laughs> because she, she is that white woman. Oh, yeah. That clueless. Yeah. yeah. She has called the cops on SJP so many times. So many times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she didn't like me changing the script, so I called the cops. Um, I did the best
1: that I could.
0: <laughs> um, fantastic! Yeah, I didn't consider that one. I, I think I because guess because
1: it's it, not a Mariahism, but she patrici- was she weaponized patricium.
0: it. <laughs> she did. She weaponized it. She's recycling, upcycling. No, no, it counts. It counts. So I will put those up on the twitters for the lamely. It, it is.
1: It is. I think it has more Piquancy if you've listened to the audio. Yeah. Next chapter is, I think, going to be a very difficult slog as far as mental health issues go. Uh, I'm, it's it's cold, broken down, uh, and I, I don't think it's the cop car. No, I don't think the cop car is going to break down on the way to the station. Morgan's going to save everyone. Uh, <laughs> but you know, and they're happy forever. <laughs> it was reported at the time that she did have a breakdown and there was an accident in inverted commas with crockery. Broken crockery. Mm. Um, So we've had the explanation of the crockery and how that broke. So now I guess we're going to find out what happened uh, after the police took her, and I don't think it's going to be good.
0: Look, maybe it's just a flashback from the broken crockery's perspective. Maybe, like maybe it's like uh, the the cutlery is broken down, and now we get to hear about its life in Patricia's filthy house. Yeah. Yeah. That's amongst the that calamity fun. and the dog hair. It's like one of those episodes of TV where like just one episode a season is some random other story yeah. <laughs> for a spin off. You know? like those. <laughs> yeah, some of them are fun. Um, so that is next chapter. But before we finish up, I do have a little review. Oh. So this is from Canberra Dave. I'm guessing from Canberra. That's, hey, Canberra. That's <laughs> Hi, Canberra <and> Dave. <laughs> Five stars. Thank you very much. Oh, thank
1: you. Posh loves and that. You know I'm happy I with do. one. I'm, I'm not greedy.
0: <laughs> no, I need the whole fifth. All <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, five bits. And the, the title of the review is Thank You. Oh. And the, the, the body is short and sweet. Finally, a critical analysis of Mariah Carey's work. Now, when I first read it, I thought it was finally a critical analysis. <laughs> a critical I analysis. I was like, I did the best that I could. <laughs> I was like, is this? Are we being shaded right yeah. here? But I was like, maybe it is because I we haven't listened to other podcasts and we love other podcasts. Yes, so there's no shade there. But I wouldn't be surprised if if some fans don't like to get too critical. Yeah, I see if what they you stick mean. Like to the the that we, and I'm yeah, I'm thinking because we do, especially me, but also that uh, both of us together we do. Yeah, you know, we break things down fairly. Yes, and you know, I may give
1: everything infinity, but <laughs> I will sometimes say that this It's
0: a cusp. A
1: cusp. <laughs> yeah. Or it's thank God I found you,
0: um. yeah. and I may be more spread out than that, but sometimes you know the song is that. Dreadful ones, and it needs a it two. Uh, seriously, one of the best covers she's ever done. Uh, just calm down. That's the worst one. Uh, <laughs> but yes, thank
1: you to Dave. Thank you, Cameron. Yes. I, I like to imagine it's um, just a funny way of spelling Cameron. Cameron? Cameron Dave. Dave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can- Canberra and Dave here.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, if you like Canberra and Dave, uh, want to be part of it, send us a review. Or you can also, please, anytime, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, email us. Me, I am a memoir at all of those places. And at mm-hmm. me, I am a memoir at gmail.com if you've run out of the character count. <laughs> 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 oh, this is. I'm. This has been quite exhausting uh, and I'm very, very frightened for next
0: week because it looks like yeah. a massive chapter. Uh, and I believe the end of this <laughs> section of the book. I am curious because I'll be listening to this chapter and the next all together. Oh so yeah, I'm that's I'm curious gonna as be... how that's going to sound.
1: But yeah, we will be at the end of all the glitters at the end of the next yeah. chapter. Like we'll be and on to on another to season. Emancipation. Although I think we will have to take a detour.
0: I think we might have to watch a little glitter. We will have to watch a little On glitter. On Glitter And
1: listen to the glitter soundtrack.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Next week, Broken Down. Gird your loins. All right. Bye, Lamelyn. Bye. <laughs>